Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on Simple Faith. Hey, today is Tantalizing Tuesday. Yeah, you heard it right, Tantalizing Tuesday. And you might be thinking, Preacher, what in the world are you talking about, Tantalizing Tuesday? That word tantalizing means exciting one's senses or desires. It's kind of like you're waking up. You might still be in bed, but you begin to smell a a fragrant aroma. Your spouse has gotten up before you. They put the coffee on, and the smell of the coffee is beginning to entice you as you look forward to that first cup. Or your spouse who's gotten up not only put on coffee, but you smell something else. The aroma of bacon. You imagine in your mind it's sizzling in the pan. And you love bacon so you can't wait to eat. To get up and to taste that bacon and be satisfied. The Word of God works in that same fashion. The Word of God ought to excite our senses and it ought to stimulate our desires. When we wake up and when we look forward to opening the Word of God, it ought to motivate us. It ought to excite us. It ought to cause us to desire to see what does God have for me today? What is His Word? I know I'm going to hear from the preacher about what he thinks of a section of of Scripture. But how is that going to apply to me? And when you realize that God is going to apply it to your life personally, it ought to excite you. And so this morning, I want to go back into the book of Acts. And I want to pick up in Acts chapter 6, beginning at the 6th verse. And it talks about a man by the name of Stephen. Now, let me give you a little background as to what's going on. Uh, Prior to this, that uh, there were some people who had approached the apostles. And it seemed like in the distribution of all things, in the sharing of, of common things, in the sharing of food and everything, that there were certain widows that were being neglected or overlooked. And so some people would come to complain about it. And the apostles said to them, Hey, listen, it's not desirous that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. However, we recognize that what you're saying is a problem and that it needs to be taken care of. So here's what we want you to do. Go out and find seven men of good reputation who are full of the Holy Spirit and uh, let's appoint them over this business so that no one's neglected and so that we ourselves can can continue to preach and to pray. And so this seemed to please the people. And it says that they chose Stephen, a man full of, of faith and the Holy Spirit, And then there were six others, and the disciples prayed over them. They laid hands over them. And as a result, it says, The word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Now, as we pick up in verse 8, it says, And Stephen, the one that was full of 
the Spirit and full of wisdom and faith? It says, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then there arose some from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia and Asia, disputing with Stephen. You will notice a pattern in scriptures. And the pattern is this. When something has happened or happening, and it's a movement of God, the religious people get upset because they're not a part of it. When someone full of the Holy Spirit is performing miracles, is preaching the word with boldness, and people are coming, and they're finding, finding healing, and they're having their needs satisfied, both physically and then spiritually, people get jealous. And so there was this group of people from the synagogue of the freedmen who began to dispute with Stephen. Verse 10 says, And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Resistance. Who is it that's resisting and why? It is the religious people. It's not the people who don't know the Lord. It's not people who are connected with the church. It's religious people. It's people who are looking for their own power and to keep their own power instead of looking to build the kingdom of God. They were trying to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. They were trying to resist God himself. And my friend, I can tell you, that's a losing proposition. And it says in verse 10, And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Then they secretly induced men. They went behind people's backs and they began to create a scheme, much like they did with Jesus. They didn't want to do this openly. They didn't want to do it publicly. But they went in and secretly began to induce men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him, meaning Stephen, seized him, and brought him to the council. In other words, they bribed people to spread a lie. It's funny how money can sometimes corrupt people. And how they are willing to bear false witness. Verse 13 says... They also set up false witnesses who said, 
This man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council looked steadfastly upon him, saw his face as the face of an angel. They were looking steadfastly. Their eyes were penetrating him. They were trying to look in and see who is this man, what is he doing, and why is he doing it. And as they looked steadfastly at him, they saw his face as the face of an angel. Can I tell you that what captured my attention this morning as I read the Word of God was that people were trying to resist the truth But not only that, they were trying to resist the Spirit, meaning God, who was speaking through Him. In our lives, there are going to be people who oppose what we do. Yet, as the Scripture tells us here, and they may even plot against us, But the scripture is very clear. Their false witness will not hold up to the truth of God. Truth in the end will reign out. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you again for those that are listening to your word. I pray, Lord, that something that has been said will tantalize them. It will excite their senses and their desires. And that as they go back and as they read Acts chapter 6, that you would reveal to them what is it that they are to learn and apply to their lives today. I know you filled them yesterday with your wisdom, but today's a new day. I ate yesterday, but I have to eat again today. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, thank you for joining me. As always, would you share this with your friends, your neighbors, your relatives? Go on to Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, however you best share this message. And then would you also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and those. Until we meet again, God bless.